God was that. He called you Highlander. What did he mean? There can only be one. Only one what? Listen, lady, you almost... I want to know. Shut up! Don't you ever follow me again. You only have one life. You value it. Go home. Banjo-Kazooie, new catchphrase, bonus episode, welcome to Highlander Rewatched. I'm one of your rewatchers, Keith. This is Eamon. And this is a bonus episode. Bonus ep. Uh, so, um, as many of you may know, uh, the new 4K Highlander 30th anniversary release has hit this side of the pond. That's right. And uh, we were lucky enough to be contacted by Lionsgate Films out in old Hollywood and they sent us a couple copies of the movie, uh, some of which will be part of the prize pack for our Highlander reboot competition. Make That's sure to right. send your reboot submissions to highlanderrewatch.gmail.com. More details at the end of the episode. <laughs> That's uh, right. Anyway, so um, Lionsgate contacted us, and they wanted us to review the Highlander, uh, the new 30th anniversary edition Highlander release. Uh, so we thought we'd do a bonus episode, uh, letting you, the fans, know if this is something you guys want to buy. Yeah. Um, so weirdly enough, they did not send us the Blu-rays. Yeah, we have the, the DVD here. Um, which is still a nice it's a nice dvd yeah I mean, totally yeah uh, and we talked to them about like why aren't you sending us the blu-rays yeah. and the marketing people were like we uh-huh. only have the dvds <laughs> it's like that's weird but that's what we're gonna review so hopefully we'll you know we'll try to do it justice and give you an accurate depiction and hopefully you know just take this with a grain of salt and the blu-ray picture quality will probably be a little bit different but yeah i have a feeling not too much <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder like what imp- cuz this is on Blu-ray already, right? Yeah, there is a release of Highlander on Blu-ray that was done a couple years ago. Okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, but this is supposedly on the box it says the director's cut has been stunningly restored and loaded with new special features. Right. So, this director's cut they speak of is the director's cut that was done a number of years ago, like the 10th anniversary director's cut. This is not a new director's cut or anything like that. And I don't think it's been really stunningly restored. Yeah. So let's talk about, I guess, maybe some of the different versions of Highlander that have been released uh, in the past, well, 30 years. Yeah. Um, we have this Immortal Edition here. Yeah. So one of the early versions was the the original Laserdisc version. And that's what there was an original commentary done with Bill Panzer, I think Peter Davis, and Russell Mulcahy mm-hmm. did a commentary for that. And then that's kind of been the version that's been transferred on to most of the DVD releases. Uh, there's kind of been various ones. The Immortal Edition is one of them. It's like a silver box mm-hmm. thing. It's like a metallic box. Two um, discs. I think there's a Queen a Queen CD in here. Yeah. And in some like markets, that was just released as like some sort of Queen package. It didn't have this like box like the metal box on it um but like the first disc is the movie and the commentary the second disc is basically queen music videos some interviews um some songs Uh, that's cool yeah and then a couple years ago it was released on blu-ray um at least in the uk i don't know if it was in the u.s but i have that version too and that looks pretty good so this version opens with the canon films 
logo, right. which is what is on the Blu-ray release, and okay. that's not on the original Laserdisc release, I don't think, or the Immortal edition. Yeah, I think I mistakenly said in our original movie episodes that the one on Hulu has the Canon Films logo, and I think I just misremembered that. I don't think that's actually true. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So that's that's weird. Well, this has uh, special features. It has an interview, a new interview with Russell Mulcahy and Christopher Lambert, and a new audio commentary by director Russell Mulcahy. Yeah, so we should do a little preface. So this little review that we're going to do is only going to be for the movie. Right. And so stay tuned for part two where we're going to talk about all the special features that are on this disc. Um, but the spe- Yes. <laughs> but the special features are new. Yeah. Uh, so that should be noted right up front. On the second disc, I think they might have a new making of Highlander documentary. I don't know if it's new or not. But I'm it- not sure. That we have not honestly watched that yet. We have yeah. just gotten this DVD and wanted to release this episode as soon as possible. So. Yeah. Um, so, Eamon, why don't you tell us a little bit? Just let's start with the box. Yeah. Uh, it's like a cool collectible thing. So the box, it has like a slip case, and it has 30th anniversary edition in like a gold banner at the top. I actually like the logo. The treatment of the logo is pretty nice. It's in like a gold font, and it's cool and lightning-y. And it has Christopher Lambert as Highlander Connor on the front with his furs and regalia and some lightning. It, it's it's a cool cover. What yeah, do you this, think? this looks like real sharp. I mean, like... Yeah. Uh, it looks like, I mean, these are all like images that you've seen before taken from photographs, but they've all been kind of enhanced or colorized or whatever. Uh, yeah. They look real nice. Yeah. It's a nice Photoshop magic. Uh, but then the DVD itself is just the slipcase again. Um, sometimes I like when they mix it up a little bit, but this is pretty nice. What's the point of the slipcase? I don't know. Like in, in I, general on DVDs, I'm never really sure. I like the slipcases. Like I, I prefer when they have one. I mean, I, I guess it's maybe it's to keep it safe i i don't know or just make it i like, like nice the matte printing like yeah. it's, it's a nice it's like this is a really nice like matte print yeah that's nice i wonder Eamon, if the Eamon's petting it right the now. blu-ray is different some i wish they did some like you know when they do like the textured like i don't know what you would call it like raised lettering yeah yeah i wish they did some of that but it's it's nice looking yeah i feel like i've seen like uh slip cases that are like market specific like this is like the walmart branded slipcase and it'll right. be like a special promotion yeah so they make the same dvd cases but then put like a, a cheaper slipcase on the yeah. front to promote it yeah but, i wonder uh, mm. but yeah this is just a slipcase yeah but it looks it looks nice yeah it does anyway that's not what you've tuned into here no. slipcase talk <laughs> <laughs> so there are a slew of special features which we'll get into wow i cannot speak i've had a couple glasses of wine we'll mm. get into the special features on our next episode but let us talk about uh, the actual film itself. Yeah. Um, one thing we noticed right away when we were checking out the menu. Well, the menu is like kind of nice. I mean, yeah. like, it's all new animated menu. Like, this is ridiculous that we're talking about that. Like, yeah. I remember when I first started buying DVDs in like eighth grade, like or ninth grade, like whenever they first kind of hit it big. And you're excited about like the menu. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. The, the, the the back of the box would be like special features and it would yeah. be like theatrical trailer, stills, stills, yeah. and animated menu. And yeah. be like, oh, cool. Yeah. So here we are talking about the animated menu i mean it's kind of neat i mean it's just photoshop nice. like yeah. it's it's very serious it's like orchestral well, music like and the michael came in score yeah. in the back it's nice <laughs> well uh, some like animated menus like they make you watch an animation before you can even click play 
And That's this, annoying. I don't think this does that. No, it gets right into yeah. it, which is which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, one thing we did notice though that the disc starts on stereo sound. Now this could be a difference between the DVD and the Blu-ray. I'm not sure, but we had to go into the setup and change the sound options to, you know, like Dolby 5.1 surround. Right. Uh, it automatically just starts in stereo, which is kind of a bummer, but. At least the soundtrack is there in surround sound. So you just have to change it before you start the movie. Yeah. And also has, you know, all the standard uh, Spanish. Mm-hmm. I think it's just Spanish and Spanish English Spanish and subtitles. English subtitles, right. yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah. But we did actually turn on the subtitles once because we wanted to hear what uh, the, like, weird hobo guy yeah. in the hotel was saying. What does he say? Did he we write says, this down? Uh, that's right, Mr. Kruger. Lucky strike means fine tobacco wow yeah which is a line i didn't notice before so it's like really pretty funny yeah (laughs) the movie also has like a scene selection yeah uh weird difference like this has 12 chapters which i'm a big fan of like yeah not a million chapters in a movie because we were actually just looking at the dvd release and it has like 48 chapters something ridiculous it's like oh every two minutes it's a new chapter so there's only 12 but they're not titled which is yeah a bummer and that's when I was saying to you, Keith, that there's always, like, in these types of movies, a chapter that's called Showdown or something <laughs> like that. And in this one, there isn't. That's kind of sad. Let's talk about the opening credits. Yeah. Do they look... I We thought they looked blurry on this DVD. They for sure did. We watched two other versions. Well, we didn't watch the whole... We didn't sit here for yeah. six hours <laughs> watching Highlander. But uh, like we started the other yeah, two we compared ones we them. had. Yeah. And the the DVD and the Blu-ray versions of this movie are far clearer. Like the red type that comes up yeah. like, is really blurry on this version. I don't know why that would be or... I don't know. And it's weird also because I thought the rest of the movie looked okay. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know. Sometimes the way they do this, I think, is like the way they encode the video is by chapter. So Mm -hmm. they may have really encoded the opening chapter at a lower resolution because they thought it's not important as far as like saving space on a disc. Mm. Maybe that's why. But it just kind of looks kind of shitty anyway, which is funny because it always looks like those are temporary title sequences. So it never looked good. Nope. (laughs) Nope. But it became kind of iconic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it certainly does not look good uh, in this disc release. No. I um, guess the sound we noticed right away seemed pretty darn good in that the new was DVD. Maybe the biggest thing I yeah. think we noticed that like when we were bouncing around the Blu-ray and some other DVD releases of this, we were listening for particular things in the soundtrack and dialogue. And the sound is definitely better in this. It's really yeah. crisp. And we were taking note, like, we were actually even curious if, like, we were going back and being like, is that a new scene, like, or a new edit or something? Because there were lines we never noticed before in the background that are definitely there in the other releases, uh, but they're just really muffled. Yeah, they're not as, like, crisp. Like, the guy behind Connor in Madison Square Garden, like, cheering on the wrestlers, I really didn't know what the hell he was saying first couple times i watched the movie and it was really clear in this one yeah you can hear every line he says I think. yeah and the lucky strike guy the (laughs) in the hotel like i never knew what he said Mm -hmm. and this came through a lot clearer right so i think this that's kind of good to kind of catch things that you might not have noticed so that's that's a plus definitely um i've always found that the the soundtrack on the highlander releases has been like a little weird especially on like the old laserdisc print uh, like, I remember the first time I got that, like, the sound is so loud. Like, the music is so loud. Yeah. And then the dialogue is so soft, and you're, like, constantly having to adjust your volume. Uh, we still had to do that for this print, Yeah. But not as much. Uh, it's definitely better, I think. Like, it seems to be normalized a bit, but it's still, I don't think, is We, we had to do it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's a great volume for a movie theater. 
Yeah. Like if you were in a movie theater to have that like score kind of like hit you in the face mm. would be awesome. But like when you're at home in a small apartment yeah. and suddenly it's like blaringly loud, yeah. it's like, oh shit, I got to turn this down. Like, And then some, you know, Christoph Lambert mumbles and they had to like <laughs> crank it up again. Um, so as far as like the actual film quality goes, uh, it looks pretty sharp. Yeah. Um, I mean, like you can still see the film grain and mm-hmm. we were talking about like, I personally like seeing the film grain. Yeah, I do too. I, I couldn't tell if it was meant to be there or if it was something. I'm not just not an expert enough. I could see the film grain, but it didn't feel like digitized at all. Like I didn't yeah. see a lot of pixels. Mm-hmm. I just saw film grain. Yeah. So I was kind of happy about that because I feel like that is a nice mark of like the time period the film was made. Yeah. Um, so it's not like crystal, crystal clear, uh, but it seems like, and again, comparing this to the other releases, um, they have definitely messed with at least some of the levels in the color, like yeah. the color timing and stuff. Some of the scenes are very exposed. Right. Um, like where Connor's face, like the first time we noticed it was in the opening flashback where Connor and his cousin, Cousin Dougal. That's right. Uh, they're marching across the bridge and like yeah. their faces are like they just pale, really, pale white. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And um, you, like there's not a lot of definition. Like they're really washed out or yeah. something. Um, and it seems like they also upped the saturation because we noticed yeah. like the blues and some of the browns are like really rich and they, they look really nice, which is cool. But I think as a byproduct of that, they kind ended up getting that washed out look. Interferes with things a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I wonder if that could be different on the Blu-ray. It could be. Yeah. Like I the, the, I don't know if the, I'm not a Blu-ray expert, but if like the color, what's the, like the spectrum is wider. Yeah. On a Blu-ray or the contrast is wider. I have no idea. I don't know either. They definitely have messed with the contrast as well. And in particular, I noticed in the scene where Connor gets banished from his village, mm-hmm. like the contrast is so high that like shadows on people's faces are just like black like you can't even see his face i think when he's like kind of running away so again it's like it's nice that there's some high contrast but i think at the same time it does a disservice to other parts of the film yeah it loses some of the movie's subtlety maybe yeah i don't know that scene after Connor dies initially wasn't really restored. No, that's the one that Russell McKay had to like get his v- music video crew to do because yeah. it's like that's all on video. So I uh, think the only way they can restore that is if they go back to the original film. Like they they need to literally re-edit that scene hmm. using the original negatives, which yeah. if they exist or not, right? Uh, to restore that, so like it's it's that's a scene that's still glaringly. It's even more glaring now, I think, yeah. because like the rest of the video looks really good. And then, or the rest of the film looks really good. And then it cuts to video and it looks like garbage. Yeah. And then it cuts back to film and it's like that really it sticks out. Yeah. yeah. It's rough. Ruffle Mulcahy. Also, movies from this time period, uh, I, f- I find this way about like, I don't know, any movie that relies on special effects heavily, which I think this is one of them, or that maybe it's not super heavy, but like there's a lot of special effects. Yeah. Um, we noticed that like in the church scene with the Kurgan and Connor, it's really apparent that he's wearing prosthetics on his face. Yeah, like and the it's bald that you can, yeah, like the bald cap, uh, yeah. and it's because you can see kind of the seams, and it's because it's in high definition that those seams are apparent. Uh, so I think a lot of old movies are done a disservice by being in too high definition because right. you know when they were filming them, they did it with a level of like knowing that like oh like. It's not going to be like you might see it in person that way, but on film, it's like, oh, it's going to be a little hidden. Right. Uh, and so I think some of that stuff kind of sticks out yeah. more than it's used to for me. That's that's a problem you see with animation, too, like restored animation DVDs. Like 
a lot of time there's dust on the cell and when they restore it you can like really see all the dust on it and i think this might suffer a little bit from that and it's from 1986 it probably was never intended to be like hd 4di whatever <laughs> uh so Eamon, uh it has been a little while since we've watched this movie in general like i think the last yeah. time i watched it was for our seven part movie review so yeah. if anyone's interested in that go on soundcloud or itunes or stitcher and check out our highlander movie review which is seven parts and goes extensively into <laughs> every like, moment of that movie is it like seven hours yes. of us talking about the first movie yeah it still holds up yep i it loved watching it yeah yeah it's a good one it's a good one folks. Yeah, yeah totally the soundtrack was awesome i mean yeah. like that's one of those like the soundtrack just like yeah it makes the movie so much better it does yeah it does I, th- and just there are a lot of little things that i didn't notice like we mentioned th- this was nice to revisit and i kind of got to catch some things that i didn't notice before totally this was also fun to watch because like well last time i watched it it was for the podcast and yeah. i was taking like extensive notes pausing and i was doing research yeah. and pausing and like this was a very casual viewing yeah just to kind of assess the quality of the print uh so it was a lot more fun to just watch it yeah. and laugh and like yeah. talk about the movie and mm-hmm. yeah this was this was a good time it was good uh yeah. so for everyone out there again stay tuned for our second part when we'll be talking about these special features which seem to be all new for the most part yeah yeah. Um, except maybe the Christopher Lambert interview that's like the archival Yeah, they interview. have an archival interview. But there definitely is a new Christopher Lambert interview. Yeah. Um, so we'll be talking about that a, soon. a funny t-shirt. Right. Yes, he is. <laughs> Much like, like his cartoon. other interview yeah. where he's wearing a very like, like weird a cow, cow thing. <laughs> but if you're hankering to buy this DVD, my final thoughts are that the you know picture quality and everything are... It's fine. If you already own the Blu-ray... Yeah. That's fine. If you honestly even already own the DVD, yeah, it's probably okay. I would say if you want better picture quality and, you know, I mean, maybe upgrade to the Blu-ray, that's fine. You're, you know. I have a feeling these special features, I know we haven't really delved into them yet, but I think this might, like, bump it up a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So it's one of those things, if, you know, if you've already got the movie and you really want to see all this new special features, definitely spring for the new release. Um, if not, if you're just happy with just having a quality print, you can stick with, I think, the original Blu-ray yeah. release is will do you fine. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who has just tuned into this podcast, again, not at the 20-minute <laughs> mark, but uh, if this is the first episode you've listened to, uh, we are the Highlander Rewatch Podcast, and we revisit the Highlander franchise one episode or film at a time each and every week. So you can subscribe to us on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or on Instagram, and we will be providing you with brand new Highlander content each and every week. And speaking of brand new Highlander content, we are going to be traveling to Lakeland, Florida. That's right. December 3rd and 4th for the Highlander 30th, 30th Anniversary, anniversary Convention. convention. Uh, so make sure to get your tickets today at LashConEvents.com. That's L-A-S-H-C-O-N-Events.com. And we will be there uh, podcasting live from the floor. We've got some really great plans uh, to be uh, interviewing some of the stars of the film and series. Nope, not film. <laughs> no film anymore. We will be. Uh, we have some plans. <laughs> we have some plans uh, to be interviewing some of the stars of the series, and of course, the fans themselves. And we can't wait to meet you there. So head over to LashConEvents.com and purchase your tickets today for a once in a lifetime 30th anniversary Highlander Convention event. That's right, and uh, Adrian Paul will be there doing his sword experience. So that's pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. So. Uh, Until next time, this is Eamon. And this is Keith. 
Bye. Bye. <laughs>